You're listening to the Moody Mommies podcast. Audio warning. You may or may not hear kids screaming and yelling or us screaming or yelling to tell them to get it together. Hi guys. Hello. We're here. And this is an episode that I've been talking about forever. <laughs> It's time to finally get it done. Um, so you want to tell us what are we talking about today, Ness? We're talking about potty training. Ooh, oh, and by the way, I'm Jessica. <laughs> and I'm Vanessa. <laughs> I guess we should sneak that in there. We are <laughs> your moody mommies talking about poo-poo and pee-pee in the potty. Yes, all things potty. Yeah, so I wanted to start you guys off with the signs of potty readiness according to baby center so the first thing that they kind of stress is that all kids are different and you know people don't usually start until around two and a half to three years old but you know whenever you could tell that your child's ready and they have a little checklist so there are three signs that you should look out for which are physical cognitive and behavioral so let me know, Ness, what signs you saw as I'm reading them when you felt the girls were ready. And maybe if you didn't see it, but you just went forward anyways. Cool? Cool. Cool. Okay. All right. So for physical signs, the first thing we had were they're coordinate, co- coordinated enough to walk and even run. Yes. We, we had that. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And when they went pee-pee, it was a fair amount at one time. Yes. For sure. Okay. And then they have regular bowel movements. Yep. Super predictable. That's how you're like, all right, they just had lunch. A dump's coming. Yep, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's bound to happen any mm-hmm. moment now. Um, and then their diaper is dry for at least two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say that's pretty yeah. accurate. So that's a sign they're saying that shows the bladder muscles are developed and they're, they could hold urine now. Uh, the behavioral signs are they can sit quietly in one position for two to five minutes. So let's hmm. say, like, you put a TV show on or whatever, and they could sit there and they could watch it. They're not, like, super distracted over everything. Right. Um, yeah. I, th- I think Justine was there, too. Yeah, I would say definitely. Okay. Can pull his pants up or down? Um. Zoe, yes, but Luna, of course not. She's tiny. <laughs> yeah, Justine is barely learning how to pull her pants down, and the reason why is because I did not show her <laughs> how to pull. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not give her that tool to pull her pants up and down, just because I don't want to deal with her fighting me getting undressed when I was getting her ready. Right. Um, the next one is they dislike the feeling of a wet or dirty diaper. I don't know. I mean, I feel like with Zoe, because we kind of started so young, I don't even know if we got to let our kids get to that age where they got uncomfortable in their diapers. Mm-hmm. Justine always was kind of like that. Whenever she was sleeping, she, she oh, would wake up. Oh, she's like sensitive to her diapers? Mm-hmm. She was really sensitive to her diaper. Like, she'd just be super whiny and fussy until we would change her diaper. You know, That's for a while, I'm half asleep and I was a new mom. 
Um, I mean, I'm still obviously a first time mom and I just didn't know like, why is she up? And sometimes I'd forget to check her diaper because it's freaking yeah. three in the morning. And then I would check it. And as soon as I would change her, she'd knock right out. Oh, wow. Um, so that like for sure, she just hated being dirty. That's good. <laughs> um, the next one is they show interest in the bathroom or bathroom habits. Like they like to watch you go or to wear underwear. Oh, that's for sure. I'm like, and you're reading all of this and I'm like, yes, yes. For everything for Luna right now. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, she's, gonna, pretty ready. she's so tiny, but I think I'm just going to like forcefully do it. Cause she's just so advanced. Cause she just watches Zoe all the time. I know she is the tiniest little thing in the world. <laughs> she's been, yeah, she's crazy. Um, Okay. The next one is they give you they give physical or verbal signs when they're having bowel movements. So you can tell like, oh, they stopped because they're squatting and pooping or they're able to tell you that they have poop. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. Like watching it is kids really poop, funny. They just poop like face, they're all turning red. Yes, even <laughs> even now with Justine like on the toilet and I'm in there with her and she'll be singing her songs and then she's pooping and then her voice will get all like let's say she's saying Mary had a little lamb. She's like Mary had a little lamb like <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. I know. Oh <laughs> Alright, so they demonstrate a desire for independence. Uh that is freaking Luna. She's like, Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. she's like i got this figured out wants Mm -hmm. to get climb the stool all by herself wash her hands like she's ready for life (gasps) she cannot Mm -hmm. reach the sink i'm not kidding you should watch her you should watch her (laughs) i'm gonna record her please record her she does it like 25 times a day because she's crazy gosh all right so they take pride in their accomplishments yes they're not resistant to learning to use the toilet yep and they're generally in a cooperative stage and they're not like being like no 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 to everything right right yeah i would say all of this is so fresh for me right now for luna because i'm i feel like i'm thinking more about her and it's happening at the moment so i feel like i'm she's only 13 months and these are signs that kids usually get when they're you know like we said, like two and a half. Two and a half and three. Well, yeah. Luna, the first time I put her on the potty was when she was like fully capable to walk. Uh-huh. And um, like when she stopped falling more, I would say, mm-hmm. which was like 10 months. And she's been peeing and pooping in the potty since then. Like daily, she goes to the potty just, you know, that's amazing. when she wants to. I don't like. I haven't tried to put underwear or anything on her because she's so tiny, but... Mm-hmm. Dude, I gave like, you some super tiny underwear. Really? Uh-huh. I don't know. I might attempt it now, like, reading all of these things because I'm just like, that's so her. And it's it's crazy that you're saying that. Like, you know, some kids don't have that until they're, like, almost three, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And even boys until they're, like, closer to four. Right, right. Okay, so the last... um. I guess bundle of signs are the cognitive signs. So they could understand um, the physical signs. That means that they have to go and they could tell you before it happens or they even know how to hold it until it, it says it happens or even hold it until he has time to get to the potty. So 
the, you could be like they could feel it and be like okay we're going to the potty and they could hold it that whole time yeah um so uh-huh. that that one i don't even know if justine really had that in the beginning but i mean yeah. they build up to it that yeah exactly i was gonna say that i feel like that one like i kind of make that out of just like a a habit thing you mm-hmm. know like just like a creature of habit like oh it's been this much time let's try to go Right. Whether you have to go or not, especially in the beginning, of course, you have yeah. to be firm about it. But, yeah, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's just something out of habit that they pick up on, you know. And that's the thing, too. It's just it's on the list, but not everything has to be 100 percent. Right. Right. So they can follow simple instructions such as go get the toy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Understands the value of putting things where they belong. And has a word for urine and stool. And that's it. Those are the basic signs. And if you, like Vanessa, feel like all of those stuff relate to you, then this podcast is for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is your episode. (laughs) Um. Yeah. And I mean, even if you're not there yet, then you know what you're looking out for. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, Ness, now that we know those things, I want to hear all about your journey with your girls and potty training. My little Zozo. I want to say <laughs> I like to shop. I'm o- I mean, I'm always at Target. So I want to say when Zoe was like 14 months, I bought her like a little potty. And so I finally was like, all right, 17 months, I introduced it to her. And she was really easy. She peed and pooped in it like nothing you know um but I felt like she was kind of little and I didn't want to force it upon her too much and not just that I was just extremely pregnant with Luna at the time so having to take her to the bathroom every you know couple of minutes to get her trained having like an enormous belly I just felt like oh I'll do it as soon as the baby's out you know and um, I basically did, but we, if you heard our travel episode, we took like a really long road trip. And so we decided that in the process of me just kind of taking her through the day, through the day and letting her wear pull-ups. And um, we decided to take the trip. So as soon as we got back from her trip, we just, I just went full force with it. And I just kind of did a weekend where I knew Joey was going to be able to help me with the baby. And um, that morning, I took her straight to the potty. And from the time she went, I just timed 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes, I would take her in, to the bathroom. Just come on, let's go to the potty. Whether she had to go or not, I just, you know, made her sit down. Like, hey, come on, let's try. And I want to say, like, nine times out of ten, she would go even if it was like a little tiny tinkle Mm -hmm. so um it was going very well and i just i actually think before i started it as i went to the dollar store i bought um just a piece of white paper made her a little chart i bought her a bunch of stickers And so by her second day, I was like, okay, you know, like every time you go potty, I'm going to give you a sticker. We're going to put this chart on the wall for you. And she would go and she would get excited about it because every time she went to the bathroom, she was 
you know, she's going potty, looking at all of her pretty stickers on the wall. So it gave her like something to look forward to, to go to the bathroom that many times over and over again. You know, where did you get that idea from? I don't know. I just kind of thought of it. Like I just hear a lot of uh, kids. Of course, they love stickers, you know, stickers are life. So yeah. I just felt like if I hung it up on the wall, right, where she could see it, where she's going to the bathroom all the time, she'll just love to see, like, oh, that's a pretty sticker I got the last time, so let me make sure I go again so I can get another one kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it's a big thing. I feel like most people I know that potty trained have some sort of reward system like that. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, I really do think it's very, very effective because I don't know, like it's it's really weird to compare kids to like puppies, but it's kind of, you know, they do a trick. You get they get a treat. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the same thing. I do it all the time. I compare my daughter to my puppy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, I, I was just like, well, and it was working. So I was just like, all right. So. Honestly, I feel like it took us like a good solid three days of just going like every 20 minutes, every mm-hmm. 20 minutes. I would take her every 20 minutes. And you stayed home like the whole time. And yes, that's the most important thing. When you're ready to start potty training, you have to make sure that you're not going to be, oh, it's a weekend. I'm going to start in the morning and then we're going to go here for the rest of the day. And you have to just be home. Like, so pick a weekend that you know you don't have plans, you have someone who maybe could help you with anything else that needs to be done. So um, that's really, really important. And yeah, I feel like the first day is just kind of learning, um, you know, just like the the habit of going, you know, to the bathroom. And the second day is kind of like learning control and I feel like by the third day of just going like over and over, like I said, just every 20 minutes, every 20 minutes. And um, if she wouldn't go, like if I would take her in 20 minutes and she wouldn't go, I would give her, okay, I'm going to give you like another five or 10 minutes and I would take her again. And whether she would go or not, but that's just what worked for us with Zoe and or with me with Zoe, because I just was firm on nothing but that going to the potty every 20 minutes for like three straight days and by the third day she was good like she knew all right now i could take her every hour every two hours and she knew how to tell me when she needed to go so it was really it was really really good and like i said the stickers were a big help of course did you keep a diaper on her or did you have her bare butt the whole time um i kept her in her underwear i okay, i that that's another thing that of course works um you know buy them some underwear of their favorite little characters and just tell them not to pee on them <laughs> and it, yeah, and it right. works <laughs> i don't want to get elsa full of you don't want to pee on sophia that's so that's not nice <laughs> <laughs> um what was i gonna ask did um did she have any accidents at all or she was just on the toilet um yeah i would say that's another thing that's of, of course like the first day or you know to and it's i honestly feel like the first day you want them to have an accident like you want them to understand what peeing on their underwear is or whatever i don't know i know some people decide to train like just nude 
Like they don't do any diapers or anything. They just let themselves just be like that. But um, I definitely put my kids or Zoe in, in underwear. But yeah, I didn't really do the pull-ups. The, the three days the, that I'm talking about doing like a solid training, I didn't do any pull-ups. What about Because I didn't, I didn't want her to think like, oh, I could just pee on this if I really want to. Like if, if she was going to pee, I wanted her to know she was peeing on herself. So yeah. we just had her in the undies. And yes, accidents, but I would say the number one important thing, and my sister told me this as well, is just like, if they happen, just let them know that they're okay, don't get upset about them, and, you know, clean up, and now they'll know, don't pee on yourself again. Yeah, what about at, at night? Because I was reading on that baby center thing that potty training in the daytime and overnight because they're asleep for so many hours are two totally different beasts. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's another thing. When Zoe started taking naps, when she was doing really, really well during the day and then, you know, they take like an hour or two hour nap, you're just kind of like stressed out, just like staring at them the whole time because I would just chance it and not put anything on her just to see if she could hold it. So I could kind of learn her bladder myself. Mm -hmm. And I would just, the second she opened her eyes, I would just take her straight to the potty. So Mm -hmm. I knew that she was able to hold it during a nap. But as far as being able to hold it like a whole eight hour stretch of sleep, like I use pull-ups in the nighttime for sure. And then you just let it happen naturally where she was just dry and then you stopped with the pull-ups or did you guys do yeah. a new, new yeah, training? Yeah, you just, yeah, you just have to like be, a, you know, every night just kind of let them not drink water past a certain time kind of thing. And um, that's the thing with Zoe. She likes to chug water. So I'm like, okay, past this time you, you can't really drink anything and we got to go potty a couple of times before you go to bed and... You know, and she's good. Yep. What um, so how many months between when she was potty trained during the daytime and she took her pull up off through the night? No, I don't know. Like, guess it doesn't have to be exactly, but let's say six months. Yeah, I would probably say maybe like seven months or so. I mean, how I'm I know she's about to turn three, but. Oh my god! I know she's three already. That's so crazy. Yeah, cause she got like potty trained like right when she turned two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say maybe like eight months or so. Okay. So it's a it's a long road, kind of a long road for the nighttime thing. I know it was for us, but mm-hmm. yeah. So what about how are things going with little Lou? So Luna, like, oh my goodness, she's just my little overachiever. Like I said, I, she just had an interest in it when she would go and she wants to cry and scream for me every second that she's not in my arms. So she started going into the restroom with us when we would go potty. And, you know, like I said, when she was able to walk, I put her on the potty and she started going and 
So every time we go to the bathroom, I put her on there. Sometimes she goes. Sometimes she definitely, most times she definitely does go. And um, sometimes she doesn't. But she's still kind of a little um, anxious as well. She's just all over the place. So if she really has to go, she will sit down and go. But if she doesn't, she just will, she's gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's doing pretty good. She's crazy. I, I love that with both of them, they were very easy to just pee and poop in, in the potty because I know that's difficult for some people um, mm-hmm. to get kids to poop in the potty. So, Did you say your sister was telling you something about that? Yeah, my sister had, um, with my niece and nephew, that was their uh, thing, pooping. I wonder what it is. Like, I wonder what the fear is with pooping in the potty. When you're a kid, know. I don't know. I yeah, think. they they didn't want to go, and I and again the reward system wins again. They you know oh we'll get you a toy or whatever, and you know convince yeah. them to go. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't know what everybody's relationship with poop is, uh, but I mean I'll get I'll get to my story. But we were really nervous that she'd have a pooping problem too, so we really amped up the cheers for poops. Like mm, nice. Like we never did a like. Ew, you stink. Like we never made her feel guilty. You know. Right, right, right. It wasn't like a god. Poop is so nasty. How can you blah blah blah? It was always like what? Yeah, you know it's <laughs> funny. I don't think I ever down talk poop ever either. I'm always mm-hmm. like really pumped up about poop. I'm like, oh yeah, you find poop. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy that. Those are the things that get me excited about my day is knowing that my kid is like regular and goes poop every day. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you did you see that dump today? That was yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like show her after like, look what you made. <laughs> oh my gosh. You made that. It's so gross, but like really funny. I know. Um, it's awesome. What else? Uh, what else did your sister tell you? Um, so with Carol, I believe, let me see, I'm going to kind of dig into my phone a little bit, but I know for Carol, it, she just told me she has a son as well. And he was a really long time ago. He's nine now. So I can't believe that it's been a while. I know that's why Um, I wanted to do this podcast so bad because I'm like, I don't want to forget. And I'm, my memory is so horrible. I need to start playing memory games with the baby because... I have the worst. I honestly probably don't even remember her first word. I go back and <laughs> forth with it all the time. You remember. It was probably dada because that's like every baby's first word because it's Mm-mm. easy. That's what the doctor told me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was their reasoning. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen her in a long time. Ernie always gets to take the baby to her checkups. Oh, I love her. Me too. I miss her. <laughs> Anyway, um, so your sister was saying it it was a long time ago. Yeah, she said it was a long time ago, but he is a boy, and she did. I'm trying to just, like, kind of freestyle remember her text right now, so forgive me. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, she did say that she did, he is a boy, so she did potty train sitting down. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know. She said she doesn't know if that's the correct way to do it or not. Um, but it's the way that worked for them. Yeah, I don't um, think there's a right or wrong way to do anything. Right, that's the thing. Like, uh, and 
I unless just you're feel like, like beating your kid. Right. <laughs> like, you better go. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I feel like all of those things that they say about being ready or not, I mean, they're definitely very, very good to keep in mind and look out for. Um, and then just kind of if you're that's another thing that she she mentioned was that she tried um, with her son at two and he wasn't ready. So she gave him a couple of more months or whatnot. And she tried again with him and he was ready. She never did any pull-ups, nothing. Like he immediately went into underwear and was great. Like he never, nothing, no accidents, nothing. Like he Mm -hmm. was just perfect from that point on because he was completely ready. So it's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I feel like it is. It's like every every child's going to have their own little journey and, you know, they'll get there when they're ready. Yeah. They'll let you know for sure when they're ready. Right. Uh, anything else you want to bring up before I talk about what I did with Justine? Um, I don't know. I think. I mean, I, I talked to a couple of my sisters. I'm trying to think what else my... Okay, well, if I say anything that, like, sparks your memory, yeah, like, please I'll feel free to jump know. in. Jump in whenever. Ask me questions about anything. I'm a jumper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for me, so, I work full-time. So, I don't get a lot of, you know, days to commit to anything. Like, Saturdays and Sundays, it's just kind of like, okay, you know, these are the things I needed to do all week everything piles up for the weekend right so it was really hard to find time and I have my mom watching her full like while I'm working so she had the idea like we should get a potty for her already and so I bought all that for her when she was like 14 months because my mom said she wanted to start so I got a little toilet and then I also got one to put over the toilet and then I bought also a travel one I Anything you could think of that was potty related, I freaking probably bought <laughs> for, for whatever reason, just for there was no excuse. Like she didn't like this or she didn't like that or we had to leave. It was just like we have it all here. So we bring it home and she likes to fake us out sometimes. Like she does really good. Like, I know we talked about that I was breastfeeding. Uh-huh. So right before I went back to work, we tried to give her the bottle, and she was a freaking rock star. She took the bottle like nothing. And then as soon as I went back to work, she didn't want the bottle. Oh, wow. And she kind of did the same exact thing with potty training, where I was home, and, you know, first thing in the morning at 14 months, I put her on the toilet, and she poops in it. She pees in it. You know, everything's great. As soon as we wake up, we put her on the toilet. But the consistency just wasn't there, which is most important is the consistency right because some mornings i would leave earlier and you know sometimes my boyfriend was here with her sometimes my mom was here with her and we just were not all on the same wavelength and not on the same routine so it just didn't make sense for her and probably after like two weeks all this time like we're not doing it steady you know it's like oh we'll take her in the morning and maybe we'll take her at night and just let her use her diaper during the day because she's, yeah. she's only 14 months old. Like, we'll just get her, you know, give her a little taste of the toilet life. Um, but after, like, two weeks, she was just hated the toilet. 
Aww. Like we couldn't sit her down on it. Like she'd do the freaking stiff leg and start screaming and it was horrible. So I was just like, she's not ready. And right now she's too little and I just don't have, I don't have the time to do it right now. And you know, it's just, everybody's busy. There was a lot going on at the time. So I decided to wait because even when I told people that I was planning on potty training, everybody was like, she's too little. She's too little. And I hadn't even I hadn't even read the list about what are things that we should be looking for. Like she knew how to walk and she was pretty obvious always obviously when she had when was using the restroom. But not even the restroom. When she was using her diaper, she was really obvious. Um so after a year and nine months, I finally had a freaking three day weekend. So <laughs> So my anniversary weekend, my uh, my boyfriend and I's anniversary weekend is mem- wait Memorial Day is that in May? Um, you're asking the wrong person. All right, let's you might be go. right though. You might be right. <laughs> Whatever holiday is in May, <laughs> that, that was my three day weekend. So I was like, all right, I could do something you know super romantic with my boyfriend, or this is it. Like these are the three days that I'm going to take to do this. Like, I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to babysit this, you know, keep her diaper on. Um, I was looking over on Pinterest and Googling all this different ideas of how to potty train. And the one that I felt most confident using was the three day boot camp. And I don't know. I mean, this kind of sounds like what you did. And I don't know if you looked it up or not, or if you just thought this was the right thing to do. But I was just like on research, freaking, I don't know, research patrol. No, I just, I never, I, I don't know. I never really looked up anything like that. Like I just bought her underwear and was just like, oh, I'm just going to take her every 20 minutes until she figures it out. Until she learns control. She learns how to hold it where I literally can become like in sync with her and and knowing like okay she's gonna have to go by now she's drank a little bit of water and this you know what i mean like you just figure it out yeah yeah well while i was going over like the different like different bloggers or wrote different kind of steps to it i mean it was all kind of the same thing but everybody does everything a little bit different so if you have questions about what the three-day potty boot camp is google it look on pinterest you'll find it it's super duper easy and then mesh them together and figure out what works best for you what i did was i reserved the three days to not leave the house at all and like you mentioned i kept her bare bottom so no underwear just there was like a day, I think on the second day, I decided to put underwear on her. And I think that feeling of having something on her butt made her feel like it was her diaper. You know, like, oh, I have something on, I could pee. Mm. So like the, I want to say maybe two or three months before I actually started potty training her, she was already, she already knew, her body knew that she had to go to the bathroom. Like, if I took her diaper off for bath time, she would be like, Mommy, put my diaper on. Mommy, put my diaper on. And I was like, oh, you have to go pee. And then I would try to sit her on the toilet, but she was like, you know, she would go. But I wanted it to be real consistent, so I didn't want to confuse her yet. 
So yeah. I would just be like, okay, and put her diaper on until, you know, I was ready. But I knew she could tell her body signs already. Right. Um, so this weekend that I laid out for her, I wanted her to, other than just watching us, I wanted her to know that her favorite characters also use the bathroom so she could have encouragement. So the entire weekend, all we watched was Elmo learning how to potty. <laughs> and Daniel Tiger learning how to potty. Oh my goodness. And like Daniel had this little song that goes like if you have to go potty, stop and go right away. Flush and wash and be on your way. It's super duper cute and so whenever she was doing something and I could tell she needed to pee, I was like, We gotta stop and go right away and so we oh, like cute. run in there and it was just repeat. Luckily, I love kid shows and I can deal with preschool stuff because it was really the only thing we watched. And sometimes she'd get tired of a character. So that's why, you know, we'd mix it up between her favorites. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that really motivated her a lot. Seeing the seeing the little that's characters. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And getting the little song so that she knew what everything meant. And even now when she's just like, I don't want to wash my hands. And I'm just like, you have to flush and wash. <laughs> and then we'll be you on our be way. Lazy. Uh-huh. And then we'll be on our way after your wash. And she, okay. That's cute. Um, there's even this. I posted this on Instagram when it happened. Um, her dad was farting. <laughs> and she like. <laughs> She heard him and she goes, Daddy, you had to go poo-poo? Stop and go right away. And like took his hand and walked him to the bathroom. Oh, cute. She's a professional. I know. Oh, I recognize the sign. I heard a fart. (laughs) I know what that means. (laughs) Um, But so she was, she had accidents, of course. And, you know, I kind of had her help me clean it up. Like, okay, you know, let's get a towel and let's clean up your pee. And this is what we have to do if you pee on the floor. And, you know, that second day we did the underwear thing. And then I talked to her about her characters and how she wants to keep them clean. And we did the pull-ups at night. And I wasn't really, like, paying too much attention to them. Like, oh, is she wetting them or not? Um, But she wasn't wetting them heavy. But she was never really a a heavy heavy night wetter just because she would get super uncomfortable yeah so i was like okay you know it's going to be one or the other i didn't i didn't want to overwhelm myself that's the biggest thing in my parenting and i think that's the big reason why i didn't want to have two kids back to back is i don't want to overwhelm myself because i get overwhelmed very very easy and i'm not i mean i don't know how well people Everybody's different under pressure, but I'm definitely, like, I shut down when it's, like, too hard. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't, I just don't want to do that, like, to my partner where I can't do it anymore. So, you know, like, one thing at a time, we'll do you know, daytime only, and I'll tackle the second beast later. Right. So... Yeah, I think most of the times I didn't do 20 minutes like you did. I did more of an I did an hour if she peed or pooped 
And if she didn't go, like if I took her in that hour and she didn't go, then I would take her back in half an hour. And she did pretty good on that, on that time schedule. The times where I did mess up, I know you and I, I think, were doing a podcast, and I had Joey watch, Joey, was your husband, was watching the girls, and I was not keeping up with her potty schedule, and I just let her pee, and I think two times, like, she peed on herself two times while you guys were here, and I was like, damn it, what is wrong with me, like, why am I not checking up on her? Yeah. Um, And that's, like, usually, that was the biggest thing, is when I wasn't being consistent. Yeah, you cannot, like, when it's, like, the first, you know, they're fairly, barely learning, you have Mm -hmm. to remember that, like, if they have an accident, it's going to be on your watch because Mm -hmm. you're in charge of it. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to be, you have to be the one consistent. They're still kids. They're going to play. They're not watching the clock like you are. They're Mm -hmm. not going to remember the last time they went. So, yeah, Yeah, that's where accidents can come in. uh Uh-huh, until it's, like, it's happening. It's right, happening. they're like, uh oh, I'm going. <laughs> where she's like crossing. You've seen bridesmaids, right? <laughs> yes, she's crossing, she's crossing the, street. the street. It's happening. This is happening. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what happens to kids. Yep. Um. Yeah. So. That's that's mainly when it was what happened. Um, I made sure once I went back to work that my mom was really on top of it and it was so funny because she really wanted to start super early potty training and once I did do the potty training she's like it's too it's too soon I'm like it's not too soon she knows she's totally (laughs) got it and she saw you know once I was back at work and she was in charge again she saw that she was ready yeah and she did a really great job she had little accidents here and there but you know what are you gonna do Right. But after that, like after I took her diaper off for that first day, I never put a diaper on her again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You really kind of once you take the leap, you there, you really, really, really cannot go back. You just Mm -hmm. like diapers don't exist anymore, honey. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know. I I always have. um, Like I want to explain things to her properly. So I don't want things to sound confusing. And when we go to Disneyland or when kids are climbing on things that are really high, I always tell her, like, well, those are for big kids. And I don't want to tell her, oh, you're a big girl now because you go pee-pee in the potty. Yeah. I just told her, like, you're not a baby. Now you're a little girl. And then (laughs) those are the big ones. So (laughs) she doesn't – we don't say, like, oh, you're a big girl now. We we little girl her – little girl her to keep her you know keep her in her place man don't let her get any wild thoughts as she's climbing freaking ladders even though she does anyway zoe is so a big girl you do not even know (laughs) no but i mean like she can't get on roller coasters and she can't do you know stuff like that oh okay like you can't get on that one yet because those are for the big girls Um, (laughs) you know she'll get there one day, hopefully not too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but things were really, really good up until like freaking two weeks ago. Yeah, like in, sometime in October, she 
just decided that she wasn't telling me that she had to potty anymore. And that was, she, when she doesn't have to go, she would be pretty honest about it. She wasn't one of those like, no, I don't have to, I don't have to. And then we take her to the potty and she did have to. Right. She was really honest where if she would, if she had to potty and we're like, hey, it's time to go. She'd be like, okay, and go. And if she didn't have to go, then she'd say no, no, no. And we'd take her and she'd just be sitting there and nothing would come out. So I would, you know, I would trust her judgment. Like, okay, fine. You don't have to go. I'm going to check again. But I would check sooner, like in 20 minutes. Like, do you have to go to the potty now? And sometimes she would say yes, sometimes no. So there are times where she would not pee for like three hours. Just hold it in. But like two weeks ago, she just was like, I have to potty. And then just started freaking having accidents. Like every time. I was like, I asked you 10 minutes ago, do you have to potty? And you told me no. And now look what happened. And then I got really frustrated about it. Because it was super... Did that happen to you with Zoe at all? Did she have a, like, regression at all? No. She didn't. She was actually really good. And I'm surprised because... I don't know. I feel like I just really firm with her. Like, even still to this day. Like, with hours passing and... The reason that I'm like that is because I have, like, this fear of her, okay, I know how to hold it and her holding it too much and too often Mm -hmm. that she ends up getting a bladder infection. So I have, like, still to this day, I'll kind of, like, "Hmm, it's been, like, four hours or three. You know, I never get let her pass three hours ever, Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I'm just like, no, you need to go like it's I know how much water you drank because Mm -hmm. I'm the one pouring it for you. So you should you should probably have to pee by now, you know, but that's my thing. I think that's probably why even if she she will fight with me to not go sometimes. And and that's mainly because she's tired or not in the mood or whatnot. Um, But I'll just fight back with her because. I don't want her to, like I said, learn how to hold it too much and then end up with the, the butter another yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. That I won't let her hold it longer. That's a, our limit too. like, OK, you haven't gone in this amount of time. But when she's sleeping at night, she, you know, she doesn't go from right. 10 o'clock until eight in the morning. It's like the loophole is when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention that. So. I wasn't even thinking like that far like okay how is this nighttime thing gonna go because yeah. everybody that I knew I, I didn't really talk to you about it for some reason even though since you're almost a year ahead of me I usually get all my tips from you like what's gonna I happen know. next what do I do but this one I wasn't even worried about I was just thinking it was gonna happen when it happened and I would just hear in passing a lot of people telling me like you know their kids still pees at night and I'm like okay you know this is that's gonna be a long road so I'm not going to stress about it. And then I started noticing with her pull-ups that they weren't even wet. They were never wet. Like, any night, like, I was, I put it on just in case, but I, for a week straight when I really noticed it, which was probably about uh, a month after she was potty trained during the day, like, with no more accidents, um, and that took probably like a week of accidents before the accident stopped and she was really good about telling us when she had to potty. 
Yeah. Um, so then a month after that, I checked her her pull up like every single like in the middle of the night in the morning and it was always dry she'd just get up and she would pee so we decided after that week of checking it that we were just not going to put it on her anymore now you know we let her know like okay you're wearing you know your Rapunzel chonies we don't want to wet her make sure we keep her dry you know she'd listen whatever and it was like that was it she did it she just never peed in her chonies never yeah she just didn't wet the bed um so yeah we got really really lucky that that wasn't even a training we had to do she just did it on her own yeah i feel like it's just you know every kid like i said they're gonna have their different little struggle of Mm -hmm. what's hard for them with this little mission they have to go on with learning how to go yeah so she was done with both like there was no i don't even know what the word i mean i guess it would be diaper either one right diaper or pull up she didn't have anything like well before she was two yeah that's good i know we got we got really lucky and it's funny because people would always be like it's too soon it's too soon like the same thing when she started walking when she was like six months, I'm like, guys, she's gonna start walking, <laughs> and and everyone was like, your baby is six months old, she's not gonna walk. Like kids don't walk until after they're one, and I would just be like, okay, that's fine, and she started walking like a week after she turned seven months. <laughs> that's crazy. She's out of her mind, dude. She's just she's super. That's how independent she is. Like she doesn't. She doesn't need me for anything. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But the point is, she she wants me around, guys. She she makes me cuddle her until she falls asleep. (laughs) Which is why we do this podcast so late at night. Because I can't get out of bed until she's asleep. You gotta creep out. Mm -hmm. But um, anyways, yeah, with this regression thing, I put a call out on Instagram. Because I was really worried that... Because it's normal. Should did I do something wrong? I don't know. Like you're saying, like you were su- you stayed super on top of it, but I was just comfortable and confident in her ability that I didn't even think that regression was a thing. Yeah. So the first person to respond to me was this is all on Instagram. So her IG name is definitely Elma. So what she said was she's not sure what like what's going on, but her boy went through the same thing. She ended up using a schedule for him, like going to the bathroom every hour to two hours, and he hated that. He got tired of stopping his playtime and started listening to his body again. So, I mean, that's kind of, I think, what it was, too, because most of the time she was running around doing stuff, and she just wouldn't go to the bathroom. She just got to a point where... She was ignoring her body to continue to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she just said she thinks he didn't want to stop, and he just disregarded it altogether, and who knows what happened, but they're all good now. So that was cl- I was glad she gave me that advice and made me feel like, okay, like I know what's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> the next lady that responded to me, her name is Monica. I actually went to middle school with her. Oh, nice. And... Have you ever had a UTI before? 
Yeah, they're the worst. That's why I fear them so bad for my baby because I'm just like, she's only two. Like, I do not want her to have that that bad of a pain because it's Mm -hmm. just the worst. So I'm like, I'm super like, especially in the beginning, I had major potty anxiety. But, you know, she's almost three now. So she's been doing this for almost a year. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, she's got it down. But I still, like, I'm kind of just like, wait, daddy left to work at this time, and it's this time now. Have you went to the bathroom since then? Mm -hmm. You haven't. Let's go. You know? (laughs) Like, I just, like, I'm afraid of it. It hurts. It hurts bad, so. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I, you know, of course, like, I was like, could it be that? And then I started worrying about it. And I've never, I've never had a UTI, so I wouldn't know. goodness. You've never had one? You're Mm -hmm. really lucky. You're really lucky. They hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I've heard. I figured that they would hurt a lot. And she said that that happened to her daughter. Um, But I didn't notice her having any pain while she was peeing at all. You know, I'm sure she would have been crying while, you know, while she was peeing. And she didn't. All it was just like, oops, I went. And I was like, and even on the toilet, you know, of course, it wasn't every single time was an accident. It was just you know, an accident here, an accident there, but it was just, like, consistent for a few days that that was happening, which yeah. is annoying to me. But when I would sit her down on the toilet and she would pee and I would ask her, like, is it hurting you? Like, how are you feeling? And she would just be like, no, it doesn't hurt. I was like, okay. So, um, yeah, I ruled that one out. But what she said was her oldest would have lots of accidents because – she didn't want to stop playing, but also had lots of UTIs. I don't know if it was from holding it in too long. Yeah, or, probably. Um, if the accidents were because she, I want to say age three, and then again five when she went to kindergarten. That's when she was having her accidents. Sometimes it was painful, but sometimes I would notice cloudy urine, and she would just test positive for the UTI. Um, yeah, I want to go over all these because everybody, like, gave me really good advice. I got it. Yeah. Okay, and then Evelyn, her IG name is Evelyn's underscore 03. She said, oh my gosh, my Noah did the exact same thing when he was potty training. I used a timer to remind him that he had to go potty, and I would let him set it to 20 minutes and I'd make him go sit on the potty for about five minutes whether he had to go or not so he could remember the flow of it again then he would eventually go and it was a celebration of course and then she wished me some luck and yeah that was good I thanked her that was I mean that's a good idea to have a timer let them set it so that they know yeah that's cute get them involved Mhm. You gotta get them involved, or else they're a jerk. I love this potty talk because I'm just like I. I don't know. I'm feeling like mixed emotions right now because I'm like, dude, it's it is a big commitment, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just feeling like, okay, Luna is showing a lot of signs, but I'm just like, oh, am I ready for it? Like she's my baby. Like she's only, she just turned thirteen months. Like I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to not ever change diapers again already <laughs> changing diapers is not fun and they're also expensive i know but she's a baby <laughs> <laughs> no um, i don't know i'm just like all over the place about it but i'm really glad that we're talking about all of this so i know what to do like 
if there is any regression mm-hmm. or whatnot. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, Ernie's cousin, she gave me this bit of advice. And she's so thorough. Like, I love talking to her about anything kid-related because if, like, patience had a face, like, it's hers. <laughs> like, she has the most patience in the whole world. And I'm excited. We're going to talk to her eventually, hopefully soon, about um, parenting and, yeah, just being patient. Yay. Communication, dude. She's, like, a freaking genius when it comes to communicating with her kid. Nice. So, okay, this is what she had to say about the regression. She said, I assure you, um, oh, so she said Olivia had the same thing. That's her daughter's name. I assured her that she was doing awesome and that accidents happen, so there's nothing to be worried about. I think that she just learned how long she can go doing what was more important in the moment, playing or watching something before it came out. So after a little while, maybe two weeks of persistent accidents and mommy and daddy being so supportive, I started showing her what happens when clothes have pee-pee or poo-poo. I'd leave a pair of dirty overnight and the next day have her smell it. Not on her, but like leave, not clean them, <laughs> take them off of her and leave them right. dirty so that she could smell them the next day. And she'd make a stinky face. And then I would say, guess what we need to do? And she would say, Mommy, wash it. She loved helping with laundry. So I would say, yes, we do. But you need to help Mommy because this is your pee-pee or poo-poo, not mine. So I'd give her little gloves or just one and make her help me hand wash it. We hand washed maybe four to five times before she realized I'd rather just listen to my body than wash clothes that smell. And when it was poop, I made her clean it off. Her undies with toilet paper and pee puddles she had to clean with toilet paper, of course. I scaffold, I scaffolded with her so much. I don't know what that word means. Oh, it's, it was a typo. <laughs> I enforced um, with her so much, but lots of hand over hand. And she realized this is a stinky job. Nice. So regression's totally normal. And... She said that she's so excited to know that Olivia is going to be asking for boobs and diapers and bottles when her new baby comes. <laughs> not. She's not excited for that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you're prepared for it, you got really lucky with Zoe that she didn't regress. But knowing that they do is it's super important to be prepared for that, I guess. Yeah, totally. And I got one more from uh, Cottage House Bakery my fave i love her i feel like i talk about her all the time but she's so responsive (laughs) hi babe i had the same problem with my first she was potty trained by the time we had our second but was starting to slip up when the baby came i was told it was because of lack of attention they don't want to miss a moment away so they wait until the last minute we sat down with her and told her no matter what we're up to we would always have time for her and all she had to do was ask See, that was, like, simple, sweet advice. That's cute. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she said it was tough because on one hand, you don't want to spoil them, but they have to know that it's not always going to be about them. Kids love schedules and routine as well. And when something disrupts their schedule or routines or something drastic changes, they're just trying to adjust to those changes. It probably lasted about a week or two, and when I started to get really frustrated having to change her 
and the sheets or clean the floors or carpet, I would literally have her sit there and think of what she had done and let her know. I'll be there and I will change you when I'm done with that or whatever I'm doing. In the meantime, just sit and think about what you did. And she hopes it helps, but she knows that for her it was really frustrating. The cool thing, like, there, too, is reading everybody's tips is knowing that it's really, really different for everybody. It is. It totally is. Like, you know, a lot of kids had the regression, but they all seem like they're for different reasons. Right. Yeah, so everything, you know, you just kind of take everybody's ideas and tricks and tips mm-hmm. and just see what what works best for you and your kids. Yeah, and I think that's what we're doing with this podcast, too. We know that our answers are not answers for everybody, but maybe right. here's something that, like, oh, maybe I can try that. Exactly. Because I don't always take my own advice. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> what advice? That's not real. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention, too, is that we kind of did what you and uh, what you did with Zoe with the sticker chart. I printed out a little like peepees and the poopoos and we put the stars and stickers and whatever we had and if she did a poop she'd get like one little gummy snack and we had yeah a lot of my fun sister with that also said that too the reward thing like giving them a snack or whatnot and you know it it's you gotta bribe these kids man just give them the candy they want candy to go poop in the toilet let them have it no, mm-hmm. just <laughs> one little gummy snack two times just, a day yeah it's not gonna, gonna hurt no <laughs> it felt like a long road like while we were going through it but in retrospect everything happened really fast yeah once it's done it's just like oh my goodness i have a potty trained kid you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's such a breath of fresh air it really is do you have anything else on potty training i don't think so i think we kind of covered all of the uh, all of the everything what do you think i think so too um yeah we hit our main points which were consistency. Yep. Reward systems. Yep. Bravo. And like watching out for those signs. Cognitive, behavioral, and physical. Yep. And if your baby's not there, don't worry. One day. Okay. Just give them time. Try again. When you're both ready, mm-hmm. you'll get yeah. there. Yeah, you got to be ready too because it's a it's a big it's a big, commitment. Like, it mm-hmm. is because now it's not just like you're driving somewhere and oh we get there and oh I got to change your diaper now. It's like mommy, I have to go, and you're like pulling over to this crazy place you've never been. And so, do you, do you remember the first time that we went to Disneyland after Justine was potty trained and Zoe was obviously potty trained too, and we had Luna with us and we probably spent. Uh, 80% of our time in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, like, barely even in Disneyland. It was, like... Yeah, it's so funny because the first, like, when we first got our passes and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, my dad had asked, how was Disneyland? He tells Joey, and he's like, I think we probably went to the bathroom more <laughs> than we got on rides. <laughs> he's like... 
yeah it's like Sounds before like the we, ride of the day before we even get into the park you know you get out of your car first you thing go. you stop by the potties mm-hmm. and then you walk into the park and by the time you get there it's been 45 minutes so maybe it's time to go to the bathroom again or at least one of the kids have to go to the bathroom yep. or one of the kids have to change their diaper it was constant it was insane but we did it and we didn't have any accidents nope but I did have an accident at Disneyland during that week of freaking her not telling me she had to go until last minute. Oh, like this regression thing? Yeah. I was so, oh, luckily, I know. And I went with um, my boyfriend's cousin's fiance. And her name is Gabby. So I went with Gabby and... She was resting because her son, I think, had fallen asleep. And so she was waiting on the side. And we were waiting in line to see Mickey Mouse. And we're waiting. And she just randomly goes, I have to go potty. And luckily, it was, like, right in the front of the gate, like, when you first enter Main Street. Mm-hmm. So the restrooms were right there. And I just asked, because they had already cut the line off. So I asked the woman at the end of the line that worked there, like, is it okay if we come back? And she's like, go ahead and go. And so I run her to the bathroom and I'm like, okay, okay. Like we're in a closed stall and I'm taking down her underwear. And then she just starts peeing. And I was like, no, like we're in the stall. Like, oh my goodness. Wait until you're like, you're sitting down. And I didn't have, of course, I always bring extra clothes and extra underwear with me because you just never, ever know. Right. Like maybe she just spills water or sits in something and everything's soaked. Like you just never know. Mm -hmm. So Gabby had all my stuff and I'm just like, oh, my God. So I know. So I'm like calling her. (laughs) Like, can you bring me everything? Um yeah, so luckily that was a pretty long Mickey Mouse line because all that happened and we still had plenty of time and plenty of waiting to do <laughs> back. And of course, everybody noticed they're like, oh, wardrobe change? <laughs> wardrobe change, guys. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it happens. You just got to be ready for it. Yep. But one time, even in the, I felt so bad because we were coming back from Ernie's cousin's house, which is like a maybe a 40 minute drive and we went pee before we were leaving and on the ride back like we were a mile away from our exit and she's just like i have to go i have to go i have to go and we're like oh my god like what can we do like you have to hold it please hold it please hold it and i'm just telling her to hold it hold it hold it and then you know she's kind of like not really sitting in her seat right anymore and I um I unbuckle her and I could already tell that she freaking pooped in her pants. Oh, <laughs> we were so close, like we were five minutes away from our house. But like, what can you do in those situations? You know, like yeah. we took her before we went, and it's like the poop came when it had to come, and she couldn't right. hold it. <sighs> and like I said, the kids, you know, you tell them five minutes, and that's like eternity to them. Yeah. So it's just what like, oh minutes? my god, well, I don't know what that it that means. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta go right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think we got a lot of great input on that one on that topic. So, last weekend, I went to this. I got invited to a Munchkins event. 
No, it was thrown by um, this women's Latina media group. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, w- we actually won a ticket into the event. I guess people usually get tickets for it like at least two months in advance. So that's that's a pretty long time to think about something. Yeah. This, I want to call it a community, I guess. They're called like We All Grow. And they throw a summit every year. That thing is not until, I think, March or May, but it's already sold out. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So it's like a three-day thing where, you know, you're there with other moms or other media, like other Latina media women, and it seems really awesome. Wow. We should try to go. Next, like, the next, following year? Yeah. I think they're really expensive. But oh, wow. Because I looked up another one. It's called Moms 2.0, I think. And so for you and I, since we're just like a small business, there's two of us, we have less than three employees for the three days, I think it is $500. Oh, wow. I might be able to do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? They still have tickets for that one. Really? Mm-hmm. Get away from the kids, learn some mom stuff. We'll talk offline about this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Um, The event that I went to this time was called um, We All Grow Familia. And it was thrown at Munchkin's headquarters. And it was so amazing. I won the ticket through LA Mamacitas, who I'm, like, Instagram stalking all the time now. I'm like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) They're... I believe, like, kind of like event planners, but more like meetup plan- planners where they want, you know, other moms and media to get to know each other. Right. So that's kind of what this other thing was, but like on a bigger scale. It was still small because I believe only 150 people were able to get tickets to it. I met so many ladies that we could collaborate with which was super exciting yeah 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 i got i made little business cards like last minute yeah so it was a really really cute setup so we all get there they had breakfast for everyone and they had a bunch of like baby related people who were sponsoring it so we get there we're doing breakfast i tell everybody to look under their chairs and i think like four people had 250 dollar gift cards to uh carter's Oh, wow. I know. It was really cool. I would have loved that. (laughs) Right? It wasn't my chair. (laughs) (laughs) It was still really cool. We got swag bags with all this munchkin stuff and other sponsors. Um, Like Baby Alive was there. Nice. Ergo Baby, I think. They have like baby carriers. Um, This company called... Read Conmigo was there. They're really, really cool. So they send out free books that are bilingual. So that way oh, families nice. could teach two languages. You know, if you only speak Spanish and you want to teach English or vice versa. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. And the girl, she, the girl from there was speaking at the event. And she came and she sat with us and she was super nice. And she seemed so nervous. She was adorable. So fun. I know. That's the thing, too, is that these people kind of seem, you know, they have, like, a lot of followers, and they're just regular nervous people like we are. Like, this is the first time I've come to something like this, and 
Yes. You know, I'm freaking totally, going to be a- totally making me do stuff out of my comfort zone all the time with this. So I'm just like, oh, yes. But you do great. You do like better than I do. You oh, talk to please. Super easy. Not even. I'm a little awkward. Like, hi. Don't look at me. That's how I feel. <laughs> we we met somebody over the weekend. You and I did, and she was super duper sweet. And she's like, "Oh my god, I'm a big fan." And I was just like, "What? <laughs> Your podcast?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have a podcast." <laughs> like people actually listen to us. Uh huh. I'm like, "What do I do?" Does that mean <laughs> that people think we're cool? <laughs> well, you know who I am. <laughs> you know that I breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone. Brenda, we love you. <laughs> I love you. You're my new best friend. Call me every mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, so she was actually at the Munchkins event too, which is... Oh, cool. Yeah, it's crazy, like, what a, like, tight-knit, like, community it is. Like, everybody is there. And now that I met, like, a lot of women, and there's still so many people out there for us to meet, but... A, like little group of women whenever i follow them all on instagram now and everybody's like at the same events or letting people know about what's going on i love that and good it, it's it like makes a little community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not just like you know there's like mom loop stuff on instagram where it's like follow me and i follow you but you know everybody's just really trying to build followers and not building relationships right some people are like some people are in there to build a relationship, but not everybody is. It's just about the numbers, <clears throat> which I learned in the conference that people who are looking to sponsor like bloggers or podcasters are not even really worried about your number of followers on Instagram. Like really, it's about your influence, you know, like. Are you responding to the people? Like, are you building those relationships? Can people trust you? Is this, like, a real, like, you know, is this your real life? Do they care about what you're saying, basically? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just, you know, a bunch of, like, every post is a follow me, follow me, follow me. Right, right. Like, the word that they kept using was authenticity. So if you're authentic and you're the real, real, then people are going to want to listen to you and people are going to trust you. And I hope that's what we're doing. I hope people think the authentic us is cool. (laughs) (laughs) And we think we're cool. (laughs) At least I think you're cool. (laughs) I've always thought you were cool, too. Oh, thanks. Ever since our our first radio recording when we were back in the day mm-hmm we're so throwback uh-huh one day that'll surface when i pull it out of the garage get it i know i know, I know. Up. um yeah but it was just a really amazing experience and i can't wait to go to more stuff like that and now following la mamacitas like i really want to keep up with their events too and yeah they were fun we just went to one right mm-hmm. um, for friday Friday, yeah, for Dia de los Muertos. Guys, I butcher Spanish, okay? Don't judge I us. Don't, don't judge me if you We're follow us. We're not bilingual on- mummies, but we try. <laughs> We're trying. I know. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll see that I'm really trying to pull it together because 
oh, my daughter needs to at least kind of understand Spanish. Yeah. I don't want her to be like me with freaking a little more than we do. But yeah, so going forward, we have some collaborations that we're planning. Yay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm really, really excited. So some moms have reached out. I've reached out to other moms. And um, Brenda, the girl that I was talking about that said, like, hey, I've heard your podcast. She's going to be on. Um, so you can follow her on Instagram. By the way, I'm going to put all these in our show notes. So you can click on anybody and find them. So her Instagram is bycharms21. And what she does is she provides, like, fresh flower are they called halos crowns crowns yeah Mm -hmm. crowns so she has a little business where she comes to the party and helps you guys do your little flower crowns and she makes headbands and little purses and she's doing a really really cute business and i'm excited to talk to her about her business and not only that but just motherhood in general she was kind of we were talking about we both only have one kid so how we're nervous to have a second one because we just are not sure where the room in our heart is. <laughs> where is the room in my heart to love somebody else as much as I love you? Yeah. But, I mean, Thanks I'm warming room. up a little bit. I'm making room. I'm making room. But, room. yeah, it'll be cool to talk to her about that and, you know, other stuff that she's been going through being a mom. While we were at that event, of course, we talked to the – LA Mamacitas, which is Janet and Ruby. And they're really cool. I'm I want to hear all about how they met and how they started collaborating. Yeah. Mhm. Um and this this mother-daughter podcast reached out to us, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, I'm excited I, for this one too. Mhm. When I was looking into doing our own podcast i of course found this woman her name is ivy and it's a it's a mom and daughter podcast and her daughter's a teenager and they are called junior madre love and ivy also has her own clothing shop so she's was a teen mom i know we've had an episode on teen mom hearing another teen mom is always at my alley because i kind of understand like being the daughter and it's cool. It kind of reminds me of, like, me and my mom doing something like that together. Where she really sets the boundary, you know, like, 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 I'm not your friend. Like, I'm your mom. Right. And I love that. I love that about them. And I want you guys to hear them. And we'll probably, I don't know, we're still trying to work out the logistics. But we'll either do, a, you know, half of our the podcast will go on theirs and the other half will come on ours. Or we'll both post the same identical podcast. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But we're definitely going to be talking to them. I like either one of those ideas, by the way. Okay. Okay. Um, this woman, her name is MJ. Her Instagram is Academic Mommy. And she's a freaking wonder woman. Like, she's in her master's program. She works. And she has a freaking new baby plus her other kids. Oh and and she's still like doing her Instagram business and I've seen her at both of the mommy events that I've gone to. She's really on top of responding to people. She does it all. 
And I want to know how she does it. Anytime at She's all. Not. She's not. No, doing no, no. Things. Yes. There's no freaking sitting doing nothing. I love it. I know. And I don't know what she does for work, but maybe teaching of some sort because I one of her stories somewhere she was talking about her husband took their kids out so that she can grade papers. So I'm assuming she's some kind of teacher. Oh, that's nice. So that's even harder because it's not like, okay, let me go to mindless work and get this out of the way. It's like you have to be passionate about what you're doing and you have to come home. Like your work comes home with you. Right. It's like a never ending kind of job as well. Mm-hmm. And she's super duper sweet. Yeah, she's really nice. I know. So I really want to talk. Hopefully she could squeeze this in. And this mommy I met at um, the Munchkins event. Her her Instagram name is Darling Tomboy. So she's a boy mom, which is the opposite of us. Like, we just know the girl life. <laughs> uh, even though you were so close to thinking that you had the boy life coming so to you. So close. So, so, so close. Except we're not, not the case. No. Darling Tomboy. Her name is Alyssa. And her blog is all about budgeting, which is not my strong suit at all like I oh cannot. i need to start getting to that <laughs> yeah like i've always lived i mean because not that i'm an old mom but you know i'm in my late 20s so i spent majority of my life like just here's my money take it take it take it you know right. So, like, now this life, having to figure out where I'm budgeting and learn how to save, like, I have no idea how to save. Like, I'm just like, oh, half off. But it's like, of what? Half off of what? You're still spending this much money. <laughs> so, and she was so sweet. Because I told her, like, I was that we're both really new to this. And I don't know who all these mommy bloggers are. And she was telling me, like, who to listen for. And, hey, this is another, that's what they just said. That's another mom event. If you're interested, maybe you might want to write that down. Um, and, yeah, she was really kind of showing me a l- the little ropes of the mommy world. And super, super sweet. And her page is adorable. So she's darling tomboy. Another one that I'm excited for that's super duper important. Uh, we're going to have Kids Swim LA on. And she is a swim school teacher or she owns a swim school business. And I want to nice. know all about that because we know what the importance of swim school for the kids. Yes, we do. <sighs> if only we had a pool to practice all the time. Mm-hmm. But... We're still working out the details of what we're talking about with her, but she's that episode's going to come up in January, probably after the holidays. But we're going to get the schedule locked in and have all these ladies on. Yeah. And if any of you guys... Mommy party. Mommy party. We'll try to squeeze in some you and me time only in there. Yes. So what do you think? Yeah, you want to do the, like, every other one? We'll have someone on two weeks later. It'll be just you and I. And then... Okay, cool. So we'll kind of push this out a little bit. Get some good rhythm going. I'm excited for uh, the future. And, I mean, obviously, you guys, if anybody wants to collaborate, 
email us dm us you know find us on facebook we're moody mommy's podcast on every platform so moody mommy's podcast on facebook on gmail on instagram find us on itunes and stitcher and Podbean. What do they need to do, Ness? They need a like. They need a comment. They need a rate, review, subscribe, listen. All of that, guys. We love it all. Did I already mention our other podcast? Um, I think you did, but it doesn't hurt to mention it again. Mm-hmm. If you guys love the show, This Is Us on NBC with freaking Mandy Moore and Milo Ventimiglia? I wouldn't even attempt to say that. He's just Milo to me. I don't know how to pronounce that name. (laughs) If you love that show like we do, I'm obsessed with it. Check out our other podcast. This is us and the Moody Mommies on the same platforms. And we're always looking for input on that too. Let us know your thoughts and theories. I think that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you mommies later. Bye-bye. Say Moody Mommies. Moody Mommies. Moody Mommies Podcast.